Who the fuck would marry an Amish person? Sometimes you just gotta kick it into gear. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that researchers now think might help lower your cholesterol. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that seems kind of like a baseless claim. Extensive studies are going on as we speak. By what college? Extensive studies. Boston, Harvard University. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. Episode number 93. Wow. We are seven away. From Big 100. I'm going to be honest. Uh, the last movie we watched has stuck with me. <laughs> it really has. Yeah? You, uh, I, keep, I get reminded of it a lot, sadly. You like it more and more as, as time goes <laughs> I by? I appreciate that I've seen it because it was funny and awful. Why have you been thinking about it? I, I can't give more than one example, but I know there's been multiple times where I could see him like standing on like a rock with his sword and like his face that I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, were your pants around your ankles when you were thinking of that? One of my friends was playing a game, and he had to fight this guy who was a beast master. Oh. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh. Oh, It's fucking terrible. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm like. It's the gift that keeps on giving. I, I appreciate that I've seen it, because it's funny. <laughs> but it's like a curse. I can't get rid of oh, it. Oh, man. You know, I... Uh, I did a little reading. Uh, I wanted to see about the panther and uh, how they <laughs> the, came to what? the conc- well, the, the tiger, the tiger that they spray painted, and how they came to <laughs> to doing that. And it was just the director wanted a panther, and he was just not going to not have a panther. So since he so could not have one, a, I know. Well, they, <laughs> so fucking get one. Th- they couldn't get one. They could get a tiger, and for whatever reason, he he didn't want it to just be a tiger, which is just <laughs> fucking stupid. It it wouldn't have mattered at all. Obviously, but uh, did Dar ever do anything else? Yeah, Dar was. I feel in like a, he was like kind of a uh, discount it guy for a little bit, you know. Well, first of all, I, I told you that I watched Beastmaster over and over and over when I was a kid. We didn't yeah. have it recorded, and so as I was reading up on Beastmaster, I found that it was on HBO all the time, and so much that people started saying that HBO stood for "Hey, Beastmaster's on." <laughs> they just replayed it over and over and wow. over. Wow. But he was actually in another movie that my mom watched the shit out of, and it was called If You Could See What I Hear. And he either played a deaf guy or maybe a blind guy. I don't know. There were there was some <laughs> one of the senses was not there, and she loved it. It was Use like a your love context st- clues. It was like a love from, story from the title. If you could see what I hear, so it's a blind person. So it's a blind person. That's my right. guess. Well, the title doesn't really help me. I don't know why. I I'm just, I didn't remember the word C being in there when mm-hmm. I said use your context clues, and I was like, why is he saying blind? Because. But I didn't, I, I, I for, whatever. Yeah. The title. If I could hear whatever. what you see, does, I, I don't know, man. My, my brain doesn't want to do that kind of uh, critical thinking right now, because this is movie mugging after all. <laughs> that's not what we come to this no, room to do. that's not why we come here. But yeah, uh, he was at least in that, and uh, it was a love movie, and she loved that movie. Loved it. So. Anyway, you did not come here to hear what movies my mother loved. So uh, let's uh, let's get to what everybody's been waiting for. It's lobby time with Vincent Jack. 
All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching and talking about, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some of our time. Um, so last week we talked about a couple things. Squirting, <laughs> the female version tell me you researched of ejaculating. Oh, I did extensive research, Jack. Mm. I I researched, I researched some fucking shit out of this. I'm not looking at you. <laughs> No, I didn't watch any videos or anything, but I did a little reading about it, light reading, because you know me. I like peeing. I like, uh, (laughs) well, here's what I found out. Um, It's called female ejaculation. Okay. There's two different kinds of female ejaculation, and one is ejaculate fluid, which uh, resembles more like uh, male semen. It's typically thick and uh, milky. (laughs) (laughs) They put? Yes. They said milky. They did. Uh, and then there's the squirting fluid, mm. which is usually colorless and odorless, thank goodness, and uh, occurs in large quantities. Um, well, how does that get revealed? That it's odorless? No, and, I don't know. I, I mean, know I'm how pretty to, sure how, I am. How to, that, that's not like normal. I don't, I, don't actually, I don't know. I can't pretend to be super experienced in that field. <laughs> you can't pretend to be experienced at all in that field, True. I wouldn't think. True. It's just easier for me to say not super. Yeah. So it says the fluid that's released during squirting is essentially watered-down urine, sometimes with a bit of ejaculate in it. It comes from the bladder and exits via the urethra. It's peeing, but it's not necessarily pure urine. It's maybe a little bit of urine mixed with like some other kind of fluid (laughs) that's odorless and tasteless. I did read some quotes by people who who talked about what it was like for them. Gosh, this is going to be... Uh, go, just go for this it. Is, this is going to be in the opening, I think. One of the first times I squirted was with a long-term partner. I was in my early 20s and felt quite embarrassed. I worried it was pee. My partner and I smelled it and tried tasting it, coming to the conclusion that it wasn't pee, and that if it was, it really didn't matter. Coming to the conclusion? Yeah. Um, I can squirt much further distances these days and larger amounts of liquid. As long as the surface is okay to squirt on, I really enjoy squirting and find it very pleasurable. But how how is that power unlocked, though, you know? I don't know. Does the sex have to be like like a 12 out of 10? I have no idea how that works. It isn't necessarily an orgasm. Like, sometimes it comes right before an orgasm. Well, all right. At the end of the day, Jack, it says scientists do not fully understand female ejaculation and there's limited research on how it works and its purpose. I think we just found your purpose. You I'm become a scientist yep. that researches female ejaculation. You, you need to get one of those headband things with a light on it and uh, get to work. <laughs> and you can't spell female ejaculation without Jack. That's so kind of not true, but um, mostly true. Um, <laughs> I, I did find a couple of very interesting um, facts regarding squirting. Women are 44% more likely to search for squirting videos compared to men. Because they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck just happened to me? I got I to gotta figure <laughs> it out. Why. Yeah. Um, visitors between the ages of 18 and 24 are 7% more likely to search when compared to all other age groups, while those over the age of 65 are 32% less likely to be interested in squirting videos. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. Are people over the age of 65 still searching porn? Probably. Like, it what? And have you never heard about the nursing homes or whatever? Like, oh, they yeah. fuck like rabbits. <laughs> That's true. Old people are <laughs> horny. Yeah. 
It's just very gross. That's hard to think of. All right, all right. We've talked about this before. And you're a horny old person. Yeah, How's that? But, that but hard I'm not to that old, of? man. I'm 51, you know? <laughs> 51, we still got that gusto, man. You've brought it up before that there's porn for everything. And I, I really don't want to think about this in my head, but is there like geriatric porn? Is there like. I guarantee you. So there's like. He's like the stud of the old folks' home, and it's just him. I guarantee it. And it's just a guy going from room to room and propping up a lady on his walker and just just <laughs> going, going to town. He opens his robe. <laughs> his socks fall down because they can't stay up on his skinny legs. <laughs> I, I guarantee you that's oh, a thing because I, I have heard of and seen much weirder than that <sighs> and much grosser than that. I can... I, 99% guarantee that that's a thing. I would say 100, but I haven't seen it, so I can't. Like, can 90-year-old people have sex? <laughs> what do you fucking mean? Like, I, I just uh, wonder, I mean, is what it, condition are they in? Well, are they, like, vegetables? At some then point. Then no. <laughs> but are they just 90-year-old people who can still, like, get around enough? <sighs> can they still swallow a Viagra pill? I mean... If they have not lost the function Gosh. of swallowing then i'm sure that they can fuck i just find it hard to believe that that would happen just i don't <laughs> i find it hard to think about <laughs> extremely hard uh, i don't find it hard to believe though uh. and when it comes to all the porn world there's not much i wouldn't believe yeah i'm gonna be honest uh. That's that's really troubling to me. Uh, <laughs> Just don't think about it again. It says visitors from Wyoming, Montana, Utah, and Nebraska are most interested in ser in searching for squirting videos. So, Why does it say visitors? Is this a website? Yeah, like uh, porn site visitors. Uh, yeah, yeah, people are visiting porn sites. What what states did you say? Uh, visitors from Wyoming, Montana, Utah, and Nebraska. So they're like, <laughs> are the most interested in searching for squirting videos. Can sheep squirt? <laughs> well, why is my sheep squirting? Yeah, Wyoming, Montana, Utah, and Nebraska. Well, Utah, man, the Mormons. I mean, yeah. So why are my wives squirting? <laughs> oh. oh my goodness! All right, uh, one more thing. Um, we we kind of talked last week about the Amish and the fact that... Uh, they go on their like, yeah, journey. Yeah, so teenagers, they hit a certain age, anywhere from 12 on up to 21. So if they're 12, they, who do they send them with? Well, they're they're free. Man, they're, they're free to go out and do what they want to do. So a 12-year-old's going to go to the city and... Be well, fine and no, not want to go. They don't. If they send them out at twelve, they're it's just a trap. They're they, like, we don't want my, I don't want my son to leave, so I'm going to send him to the city alone at twelve years old. Right, so, so he gets scared and comes home. Forever. First thing, they don't just put him in a cab and drop him off in New York City. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's not what him, happens. They put him in a stagecoach. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so it's called. It has a name. It's called Rumspringa. Is it like it does it end in an A H? No, it in, ends in an A. It's like uh <laughs> some terrible nineties R and B group like Rex and Effects or something like that would come up with Rump Springer. And and really for most of the kids, it's not, hey, we're going to the city to do, do drugs and, and and Well, they don't even know what that is. Well, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> most of them oh, no. just want their kids to be more social. And so they have more social things with the boys and girls going through the rumspringa. But some kids do go a little wilder. They get uh, they get crazy haircuts. They get their driver's license. And some sell cocaine. Sweet. 
Yeah, there were a couple of Amish kids who went to New York and they started selling cocaine. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, th- this might sound sound like really shallow. I mean, coming from you, <laughs> who the fuck would marry an Amish person? I mean, maybe they're the most amazing person, and they're also like super hot. But who the fuck would be like, yeah, you can fucking take me home to, in your stagecoach, well, and we can fuck behind the straw, the well, hay bales. Number one, they can build awesome furniture. So maybe uh, that's if, you, not you know, enough. Well, I you, don't care. You know, you want you want <laughs> you your get furniture anywhere. <laughs> you, so maybe you're a female, and you want to get your house furnished. And so you marry an Amish guy for a couple of years, and he builds a whole bunch of shit for you, and then you're like, <laughs> you, you know what? That's tr- okay. It's that's, not working out. That's not what I meant. I meant like marry an Amish person and then like be Amish with them for the rest of your life. They, not not strategic. I want cool furniture. Amish marriage, you know. They typically marry other Amish people. I would think so. Which, in my research, I came across are Amish people and bred more. And it said closed communities do tend to have more inbreeding. <laughs> but then I followed another link. At Pornhub.com slash No, I, I was breeding. never on Pornhub. <laughs> but I found another link that said, uh, what are the most common states that have inbreeding? I think this do is going to surprise one? you. This is going to surprise you. Do we live you. in one? We do not. Really? We do not. We are not in the I'm listening. already surprised. We're not in the top 20. Really? Uh, Gary is in state number seven <laughs> for the most inbreeding. What is, what is state number one? You you will not guess any of the top five, so I'm I'm not okay. even going to go there. I'm going to so. try. Uh, I bet one of the Dakotas is up there. Okay, well number four, <laughs> number four is South Dakota. Um, I always forget Nebraska is even a state, and we talked about Nebraska earlier. Nebraska is not in the top twenty. Okay, so, so tell me what number one is. Um, Florida. Let me count down. Number five. <laughs> Oh, wait, number six is Oklahoma. <laughs> um, five is New Mexico. Four is South Dakota. Three is Montana. Two <laughs> that is, doesn't surprise me. Two is Oregon. And, oh. num- and number one is the state of Washington. <laughs> really? I, you know, I, I, and, like, I, I didn't, talked about wanting to visit those places, and it's, now it's like, uh, I can't figure it out. Like I, I didn't research it any further because I really don't want to research inbreeding, but <laughs> I figured like, it was going to be people who fought for the Confederacy for sure. But yeah, I, I figured it would be anything Southern. Arkansas is number seven, Louisiana eight, then Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, then Alabama, <laughs> then Georgia. You're saying the, that, that list of states you just spewed off were like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> then the Carolinas, then Virginia, then West Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, and Maine um, round out the top 20. So Maine? Yeah. I, I, know, you know. I, I feel like when I think of Maine, I think of like water and fog. I don't think and of I Maine. Think <laughs> I just don't think of Maine. I think I'd... of Maine more often than like Montana or Nebraska. Nebraska would be the last state I mentioned in the, if I'm like tasked to think of all 50. When I was in the Army, we had a lot of downtime sometimes with, you know, we didn't have phones. We didn't have shit to do. We'd just mm-hmm. be laying around doing nothing a lot of the time. And so one day we decided, all right, we're going to have a contest to see who can name the 50 states the quickest. I was in the army with some smart people, mm-hmm. and I was in the army with some not so smart people. Some people are they like, like Sacramento. <laughs> One of the guys, he he felt like he was done, Hollywood. and uh, I started looking at it, and uh, he had Chicago, 
He had Boston. Ugh. He had like Indianapolis. He had How Baltimore. Are you so dumb. I mean, it's not easy to sit down and just name all 50 of them but really really quick. Uh, but He's in the Army for a reason. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know the stigma. That's Marines, man. <laughs> almost the same shit. And, and semen. No, and I mean, Marines and Army are not almost the same shit, but you know what I meant. The same, the same crowd gets attracted. No, I mean, I like, look, there's smart people in all branches of the military, but they're, just like anywhere else, there's some really fucking dumb people. All right. Nope. <laughs> well then let's set on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room and Jack will unveil today's movie okay so a couple interesting things about this movie I couldn't find a rating not not on Rotten Tomatoes and I don't know where to look on IMDB and I looked and I could not find it I'm gonna assume how, it's R though how much time did you spend looking I mean I'm thinking a simple I Google know where search. to look okay. I, and, I, and then I googled uh, what is blank rated? And the, nothing came up. It was just the IMDb link again. So I looked through again and didn't find it. So there's a joke in our family. Did you look or did you jack look? Because the other day he was like, um, I don't want to come down and make food later because uh, it'll wake you guys up and there's no fucking soup. And then he went to do something. Because I'll eat and it out the like, can. Yeah, like he, he looked in the cabinet and then left to do something else. And what did I pull out? Like five Three cans of soup that, that Don't you get ahead love, of yourself. <laughs> and I just stacked them one on top of each other, and that's so that's Jack. It can be right in front of his face, and he doesn't see it. So, did you Jack oh. look, or did you really look? I really looked. Okay, I bet I could <laughs> I mean, find I, it. I say that a lot, but yeah. Uh, another right. thing is, this is a Korean movie. That's oh interesting. no! Is it the prequel Peninsula? <laughs> Peninsula Two. <laughs> the prequel Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. Uh, it has to do with that. With, uh, with the peninsula? It's Big Jane's backstory. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as it's not... Her rise to fame. I thought you were going to say Big Jane's back door, and I was like, <laughs> I, I am out. No, okay. It has nothing to do with those movies. Uh, okay. And also, I've never seen this and hadn't heard of it until I looked up a certain thing, or a certain like keywords and phrases. Uh, this movie came out in 2005. Like I said, couldn't find a rating. A uh, runtime of two hours. Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 100%. Wow. While the audience gave it a 90%. Wow. And, and there weren't like hundreds of thousands of reviews or anything. So I'm worried that the numbers are so good because there's a small survey. You typically don't worry about your movies. You but just, I, I'm really, like, I had never heard of this movie. I literally went on a website that had a list of like a top 10 for what I looked up, and this was on it. Today? Yeah. Like moments ago, you, yes, you picked like, this movie. Like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> All right. I'd never heard of it. It was literally on a website. It was like number six or something. Okay. And I was like, that looks kind of cool. So there's a certain genre that you wanted to watch, and yes. you looked up top 10 or whatever, and that and was I, on there. I won't, obviously, I can't really tell you it right. until after we watch the movie. Okay. Um, right. It'll probably be fairly obvious. All right. Carry um, on. IMDb rated this 7.6 out of 10 stars. The Moran Mothers tell us that there's lots of combat and shooting and that there's pretty heavy swearing. Uh, this movie is called A Bittersweet Life. I <laughs> know nothing about it, never heard of it. Cool. I, I had to watch the trailer to make sure I didn't just pick some bullshit-ass like Korean soap opera. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I know some. I know the plot, what's like, the, the basic description. What's it called again? A Bittersweet Life. Life. A Bittersweet Life. With Zach and Cody. Why did I? <laughs> I was thinking of that too, man. All right. Let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause.
And we are back <laughs> after watching 2005's um, In the Still of the Night or Be Still My Heart or what is it A called? Bittersweet Life. Bittersweet Life with Zach and Cody. Oh, without Zach and Cody. With I wish it was with Zach and Cody. They probably would have been a better shot than the main fucking character. Well, before Jack gives it all away, let me give it the 50 cent tour. So this is a story about a dude who's working for a crime boss. He is a uh, an enforcer. He basically goes around and beats ass, and he's really good at it. He was supposed to be an enforcer. And then one day the boss is like, hey, I'm going out of town. I have this uh, young girlfriend that I've been uh, seeing, but I think she's seeing somebody else. So just keep an eye on her, and if she is seeing somebody else, uh, just uh, take care of it. Kill both of them or call me. So he follows her around. Turns out she does have a boyfriend. He finds out. He goes in there. He's beating the dude's ass. He's about to kill him. And then he decides not to. Big mistake. Big mistake. Yeah. You all right over there, Jack? I'm mad. My stomach kind of hurts. Okay. Because I'm, right. I'm really mad. Okay. It's probably no secret why to you, but. All right. Just hang in there. I'm trying. Hang in there. I'm trying. So the crime boss comes back. He finds out that uh, his uh, enforcer did not do what he was supposed to do, so he decides to have him killed. Meanwhile, there's this other shit going on. It's kind of Hatfields and McCoys, I guess, that these two crime families that uh, oh. are trying to live not in harmony, but trying not to... They're, Keep the peace. They're kind of stepping on each other's toes a little bit, and the enforcer isn't making it better because he's kind of a a-hole to the other crime family. And so they're after him too. And so somebody's going to get him. Somebody's going to get him. And in the end, the other crime family gets him and they're about to fucking torture him. Like we're talking, they put on fucking rubber apron, started getting out knives. They had him hung up. They were, yeah. they were going to start uh, removing organs. Yeah. Sure. They, they had a, like a little kiddie pool thing. Yeah. They're going to put his stuff in. Like think when you're changing your own oil if you're a real man. Like I have no idea what that actually looks like, but <laughs> you would get your oil pan though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's underneath and it's to to catch all the blood and stuff. Uh and then there's a phone call and well, it's the crime boss he worked for decides he wants a piece of him. Mm -hmm. So they take him out. They beat the shit out of him. Break his hand. With oh, a yeah. big fucking wrench. And when I say a big fucking wrench, it's like a three feet long wrench. Thick, like fucking 15 pound wrench. Yeah. They slam it into his hand. Then they bury him alive. He gets out from that. But they're and, waiting. But they're all waiting for him. And uh, and then they're going to kill him. But he. They gave him 15 minutes to like think of what he's going to say to the boss and then to call him and say it to him. But of course, he has a some sort of plan and he and ends up getting them all by surprise yeah. beating the shit out of most of them like a dozen of them and then getting in a car and driving away and then at that point you're like okay here we go he's gonna fucking get all of them back this is what i mean it's just gonna be one of those you fucked with the wrong dude everybody's dead that's always good though i, I feel like that doesn't get old unless it's shittily done didn't quite go that way and uh jack is fuming still <laughs> So let me see what the internet has to say. It's getting better. Kim Soo Woo is sent by his crime boss employer to shadow his young mistress. Soo Woo? I thought his son. Excuse me. Yeah, I was like, Soo Woo? That's like what bloods do, I'm pretty sure. Kim Sun Woo is sent by his crime boss employer to shadow his young mistress, Hisu, to find out whether she's seeing another man. His instructions are to kill them both if true. That leaves a little bit out of this movie. Yeah. Hmm. About like three hours out. <laughs> yeah. So it starts out, 
this dude's a badass. Starts out great. They're like, "Hey, uh, Sun Sun Wu." Yeah, there's there's problem downstairs. Mm-hmm. You got to take care of it. And he's just eating his cake. And he's like, "Look good oh. too. Have some good looking cake." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, better just go." Mm-hmm. So he goes down there, and he tells one of his bros to come with him. There's these three three guys. He works in a hotel, and they won't leave. And so he's like, "I'll count to three, and, and then you got to go." And he counts to three. They they don't move, and he's like, "Lock the door." And they just beat the shit out of and kill the shit out of the three guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck yes, I'm glad I picked this movie. Yeah, me too. I was like, yep. Really set the tone for a movie that lacked action almost completely. But it didn't bother me. Like, I was into the movie from the very beginning. because me too. You could kind of feel where it was going to go. Yeah. And at no point, even though it started, like, even though after that it was kind of slow, I was still oh, with it. Kind of. I was still with it. This movie was an hour and 45 minutes of like exhibition nah. and prologue. No. Nah. And then 15 minutes of like underwhelming revenge. I w- it, none of the kills were good enough. One was. <laughs> no, the rest weren't. All right. So, and, and especially when they make the character, yeah, he's this enforcer. They show you the scene we just talked about where he's like very calm and collected and very professional about what he does. He's good at beating the shit out of people. He's good at killing people or whatever. And then the rest of the movie, it's like, I, I could throw, like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I was more dangerous in a lot of parts than he was. You are not. He, it, there's one point where he's shooting the ceiling, trying to shoot somebody. All right. All right oh, all right. he was hurt. Well, fucking whatever. He's a professional, man. All right. Before we go any further, and then I want to pick up on that. For he those was the of you, worst shot possible. For those of you who've not listened to us before, uh, welcome to the show. Jack loves overviolence in movies. And some. Hold up, hold up. In some. I'm I'm just adding. Jack loves people getting revenge and just blood spree revenge. I like brutality. Yeah. There was about he does. zero brutality he does. in this movie. We were worried about Jack for a while. He's fine. It's just the kind of movies he likes. <laughs> it, it's all good. It's all good. Um all right, picking up where you left off. He was an enforcer. But he was an enforcer was for 15 minutes with his fists and his feet. Dude has obviously never had any kind of gun training. Who can't shoot a gun in a straight fucking line? A, a four-year-old? Sun Woo. How is he working as a like a crime boss's right-hand man and has never held a gun in his entire life? I think you just answered it. I think he was left-handed because his left hand got mashed. With a with a giant wrench, so maybe in his but, right hand he can't shoot a, a gun very well. There's no proof though. There's no part in the movie where he's like writing a note with his left hand or anything. It's a theory, yeah. I yeah, theory. It would, I, it, I think it's just to make the movie drag on that much longer, and to make it a little more dramatic. So he doesn't do what he's supposed to do. Everybody's after him. It was pretty cool when. Like, he, he crawled out of the grave that they buried him in. Yeah. And all these guys are waiting for him. And and like you said, they give him 15 minutes with the phone. And then they're all kind of standing around. And then and I even said it. I'm like, he's seeing red. Mm-hmm. And and he comes up with this plan. And it was really fucking cool. He just, he, he shoves this, like, phone battery in a dude's eye. And then he starts beating ass. I, and, like, he had, like, a rock or something. And he hit, like, two guys in a row in the face with it. And you just see, like, the... The rock breaking, like the it's like powder mm-hmm. <laughs> going everywhere. And then they were standing around a fire with like not logs, not two by fours, or like like wooden beam things in yeah. it. 
And like some of them had nails in it, and so he fucked people up with that. He scraped a guy's face along a rock wall mm-hmm. a little bit. Jack's coming to life. You can hear it. I mean, there was <laughs> probably the coolest part. I mean, most of the part, the time when he was in the car, I wasn't having a good time watching it. But there was one part where the camera was stabilized and stuck to the back, and it was like showing it like hit people. Yeah. And it knocked over the like the classic like hobo barrel full of fire, you mm-hmm. know? I'm a sucker for that, and I, I really enjoy that. But I feel like the rest of the scene it was too unrealistic for me. This movie was too unrealistic for me. There was some definitely some unrealistic parts because he he like thirteen crime guys who were like trained to fight didn't stand a chance against one guy who'd been who has like one usable hand because the other one's like crushed up, and he's been beat the shit out of all night. How how are like thirteen guys not just gonna stomp on him, snap his neck, kill him, whatever? I I found that dumb. There's so many parts where he's supposedly was an enforcer at some point in his life, but he just shuts off his brain and is a dumbass. Well, here's another theory. I think part of his brain was in his left hand. Because because you're right. He (laughs) was on it. He took care of business. It it was two different characters in this movie. You weren't gonna get by. On him, like you, like you, and even when he's like fighting the new boyfriend guy, mm-hmm. he literally like the guy would just run at him, and he'd be like Toro, but at the same time as doing the Toro thing, he'd punch the shit out of him, and like break glass on him or something. Like it was, he was so good. He pulls into a parking he garage. He was a fucking pro. He pulls into a parking garage. He gets out of his car, and then he's like, "All right, somebody's there," and he gets <laughs> his aluminum baseball bat out, and he's like, "Who's there?" Get the Who's fuck there? out here. And like a guy walks from like a mile away <laughs> in there and comes over and then they have words. And then he goes into his apartment and somehow three guys are in his apartment and he doesn't even fucking know it. Yeah. And, How does and, that work? And, and he walks up to a guy who's like really high up in the crime thing and thinks he can just talk to him while the guy puts his hand in his fucking pocket. Like even like yeah. like even police officers notice when people put their hands in their pockets. How does this dude who's probably like trained three times as hard as police officers. How, how does he not notice that? And then he gets stabbed like eight times in his gut by an ice pick. Yeah, so... And then doesn't even shoot the guy in the head. So it was... That pissed me off so much. It was after he got away, and now it's like, all right, it's time to go kill everybody. And it's like Albert Einstein suddenly can't solve two plus three. And all of a sudden, he is not on his game anymore at all. And he, he can't he shoot. He hurt. So he, he goes up to this guy that you just fucking hate. You yeah. just You're like, all right, good. Fucking kill this son of a bitch. We hate him. And he just wants to have dialogue with him. And then the guy reaches in and fucking... It's like a prison shanking. He just stabs him in the same oh. place like 10 times, right right in the side. Yeah. And you're just like, what? The, how the fuck did you not see that coming? You are the guy who sees everything coming. You're, exactly. you're like 10 steps ahead of your enemy all the time. That was the worst scene in, in recent memory <laughs> in a movie. It's bad. I'm so dissatisfied. I'm a revenge snob. Whenever there's a movie that really, really works it up a lot, and then the revenge is not perfect then i'm pissed like it doesn't all have to be perfect but if you're gonna make me sit here through fucking an hour and 20 minutes of dialogue for the fucking actual killing parts to not be very good or not up to snuff for me and i'm sure it's up to snuff for people who aren't psychos like like you and probably most other people who watch this movie were like yeah that's not bad 
but I needed more blood. I needed more gore. I needed more br- brutal shit. Like, it would have been cool if he had a sledgehammer in his oh. bag for the guy with the long hair, you know? That would a fist fight, like, with them and then, like, brutal weapons. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, I, don't, I didn't need a sledgehammer and stuff like that. The, but, but that would have upped the ante The for me. The deaths weren't good enough. Everybody who was supposed to die, they he, did. They did. And he, he killed almost all of them. It's like, but, I, I got a C, Mom and Dad, on my report card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I scraped by. I, I did. I passed whenever y'all were wanting an A-plus out of me. Yeah. It, <laughs> Same kind of scenario. It, it was just weird, man. It... it, it it made you believe in this guy and that he had exactly what it took to exact that perfect revenge. But then it turns out he's an idiot with a gun. And it just like that part of his brain just turned off and it just didn't match. It just didn't make any yeah. sense how you could go from basically invincible to kind of like just a, an, an ordinary guy who all of a sudden is like, "Hey, go kill these people. Here's some guns." It, yeah, it was just it was strange, and it did it did not feel good, it, like at all. It, it yeah. got to a point where you're just like, "This just this kill is, over." This is hard to watch, man. It was hard to watch. It, it was it was really upsetting because he basically his metamorphosis of character was completely backwards. Mm-hmm. He went from a god to a fucking like peasant peon. Yeah, like whenever I read. The, the description, like, oh, he disobeys his crime boss. He was supposed to kill them. And then I was like, oh, shit, let me watch a trailer. And it showed the only parts that had, like, fighting in it. Hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, he's literally going to be, like, like fighting an entire, like, crime family, you know? Like, he's going to be fighting, like, the Crazy 88 this entire movie. They're going to be hunting him, and he's going to be picking them off, and then there's going to be a badass encounter at the end. Boom. I, I was so sold on this movie. And then I'm like, wait, where's the action? When <laughs> I'm watching the... It was a lot of dialogue. If they would have had the great ending, I'd have been fine with it. But the yeah. fact that they took you all the way there, and then they left you with the ending they gave you... Blue balls. Yeah, right? The, the very ending... it near bursting. It started out good in the very ending, because he was going into the hotel... And every time he'd walk up to somebody, he'd shoot him. But he, he was a terrible shot, so he'd shoot him in the leg or shoot him in the shoulder. And, and not, then he, never in the head. The head is the coolest. But it was okay, because you just knew he was going to go in there and fuck up some people the right way. But not really. No, I mean, That's didn't. what you thought. And he, then, he ended up getting shot like 20 times and was still alive there at the end. To, it's like, come on, just die, please. And I, he did. I, I wanted to turn the movie off, <laughs> uh, to, to be honest with you. The last 20 minutes or something like that were very rough for me. I know they were. Uh, I was trying really hard not to like get up and like go for a minute. I, I needed to calm down really bad because I was... Almost to Breaking Bad, I, angry. I have. It's the same situation. Mm-hmm. This guy who's smart decides to become a dumbass, and guess what? He gets stabbed for it. Both things. That was so hard to watch him getting stabbed by that guy. So hard to watch. And after that, you're just like... It just took all the wind out of your sails for this hero. It turned into a pity party, basically, yeah. where you're like, oh, pathetic little guy who used to be an enforcer, and then someone was rude to him, and then, and then he became a little baby. <laughs> like, all right, let's, uh, let's just get into favorite parts, because uh, I, I got one. The very beginning, what? whenever he, him and his buddy go in there and they do the manners maketh man thing, mm-hmm. lock the door, and then he like jumps on the table and kicks a guy in the face, and mm-hmm. then his... Buddy 
I, I didn't expect there to be killing. I thought they were going to knock him out and then, like, get the fuck out of my hotel. His buddy pulls out a pistol and shoots the guy, like, four times in the chest. And then he starts just beating the dead body up, <laughs> basically. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. That that was the coolest part of action. I disagree. May, maybe I'm not remembering. Maybe the anger has fogged. You're not remembering a, a really cool part. So okay. he, he busts in when the girl is with her, the boyfriend. And he's just cool. beating the boyfriend's ass. And then he gets this moment of, you know what? I'll go ahead and let you go. But but he's all worked up. Mm-hmm. So oh, when he leaves... That wasn't that cool. He's going home, and this car full of a-holes pulls up beside him, and they're spitting on his car, and they're throwing their cigarette they at his car. Roll down their window. Yeah, and just being complete they're drunk as dickheads. Shit and then they, they speed off, and then he's like... And I got all this fucking rage in me. <laughs> you know what? And then he just fucking floors it yeah. and and chases them down, stops in front of them. They get out, and he just fucks them up. He yeah, just fucks them up. He breaks the, the driver's side window with one of their heads, mm-hmm. takes the keys out of ignition, and just hurls them yeah. to who knows where. There's three of them, too. I mean, the, the, the fight scene there, to me, wasn't as cool as the one from the very beginning, but that scene as a whole was better because... He was so pissed. He had a shitty day, and those hooligans, oh gosh, hooligans, yeah, those hooligans got on his lawn. Yeah, they they stepped on his metaphorical lawn, and he had had enough. Yeah, and yeah. so he let them fucking have it, and then threw their keys. And I was like, "Fuck yes!" So it made me think. We've talked about it before. We wish we had skills like that. We wish that we could beat ass. We wish yes. that we just had these. Super fighting abilities. I think every guy does. Like everyone every guy, except for Gandhi. Everyone yeah. on Earth wants that. Yeah, everybody wishes that that they were just fucking unbeatable, you know? Yeah. Look, I know I could go and, and start earning belts in karate or kung fu or taibo or whatever. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I, I'd actually kind of been thinking about it recently. Not, not like I'm actually going to go out and do it, but being a boxer would be the coolest because they learn to do all the dodging and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're, then their hands become le- registered lethal weapons. Like, you can't just, like, punch somebody with that. Is that a myth? I, fuck, I don't know. I, I, I've heard that before. And whether it's a myth or not, it sounds so, so badass. But, like, it'd be cool to, like, I don't need to carry a gun to feel safe, you know? Like, I, I got these two guns right well, here. Pow, pow. So getting back to <laughs> everybody wishes that they could have that, if you had that, it'd be really fucking hard not to want to use it, oh, right? Yeah, you'd be picking fights. Somebody, somebody starts fucking with me on the freeway and wants me to pull over. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and pull over. And then you let him swing first. You make sure your dash cam is pointed towards mm-hmm. you. So if, if, I, if I had these abilities, I'd make sure I could get on video that they swung first because they'd be beaten to a fucking pulp every time. <laughs> like, there's no way I'd punch him once and be like, yeah. And be like, stand over and be like, don't do that again. I'd break bones. Like, like that would be the coolest. That would just be so cool. There's been times in my life where I feel like oh, I should have done something, or <laughs> I should have fucking said something, or. But it's like I don't really want to go there because even though I, I mean, I, and I can say this, I was trained by the government to kill. Yeah, like I, I can, <laughs> like I can fall back on that ago. whenever I want to. That I am a trained killer by the u.s government beer killer um <laughs> you know there's been times where it was like you know what i really don't want to get in a fight because i might get my ass kicked here but just the balls i would have 
the balls I would have. Hey, fucker, cutting in line up there. I don't fucking think so. Get to the back of the line. What exactly. are you going to do about it, motherfucker? <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. You know, Ugh, man, like, don't talk to that cashier like that. You know what? She got your order wrong. Big fucking deal. Get the fuck out of here. Then you what break, are you going to do about it, fucker? Break their nose on the counter. <laughs> See ya. And then be like, I'd like a Big Mac with uh, <laughs> no pickles or onions. And just everybody would love you. Everybody would be yes. like, yes, motherfucker, go. You're the badass. Oh, woo, we love I you. I don't think I'd do it for the people loving me. No, but it'd be nice. Oh, it'd fucking... be nice, too. There'd be so many times where I would just let loose on people, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I'd pick fights, but not swing first. I'd be a real loudmouth. And so that they'd swing first, I'd make sure people see or that there's someone videoing so <laughs> that they, so the government can't be like, that wasn't self defense whenever I, I let him hit me in the face. And then I'm like, okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> but when you're in court 30 times trying to defend yourself, at some point they're like, Jack, no. What the fuck? He swung on me first. Yeah, and, and the 17 other ones did too. What's going on? So what? I said something. That doesn't... Yeah. That's I not breaking the law. It's not illegal to be a it's dick. It's not I illegal guess. to be a dick. It's illegal to but hurt people. Look, I wouldn't be a dick. I oh, would just... I, I'd be a dick sometimes. No, I, I don't... Not to just normal people. Oh, no. I'm not just going to pull up next to someone and be like, you're a pussy and then like pants them in public or something no. i'm not gonna do that but like if someone was like slightly rude and it kind of bothered me i'd definitely instigate a fight so that i could elbow them in the head or i don't something. think i would instigate a fight but i would definitely speak up more often oh yeah i would definitely speak Dude, up more often and if so it fun. went to a fight i'd handle my business <laughs> all right bucket of chicken what what's deserving i mean i i felt like the main character was a good actor and then sometimes i felt like he wasn't and then I started to hate the main character, so then it's like, well, I don't really want to give a bucket of chicken related to anything to do with the main character. I don't. There, there's nothing, man. I'm going to give it to the main character pre-hand getting fucked up. Okay, yeah, me too. There you go. That's, that's very easy. Mm -hmm. But before he turned into a, a fucking pussy, it was amazing. I was so excited. I was so hopeful because this guy was so badass. He was like the Korean John Wick. And until he just was broken. All right. Score time. It fluctuated a lot. I will tell you that. Uh, I mean, there was no part in, point in this movie where I saw the logic anyone could have to give it a 100, like Rotten Tomatoes supposedly did. I, I think someone hacked them or something. Because this movie's not a 100. It's not an A. It, it really it, it gets super hard for me to give a score when the movie starts off at a high score, and then it goes really low, and then it redeems itself a little bit because the ice pick scene was just god awful, brutal. And I was like, I think I said that's like forty five points off my score, and then it started to get just a little bit better. Like people, the right people were dying. Forty two. Forty two. <laughs> okay. Basically, I'll I'll jibber jabber you know, every time I have trouble with the score, and then I'll like think in my head for a second, and I'll just pull a number. And I would be like, um, and then I'll say just a random number I thought of, forty-two. Yeah, I, I maybe it, it could be lower. I'm being generous. This movie had really good potential, and and look, it's there. It's a story you've seen before. I mean, it, but it's, it's a story that works. It's been used a million times with with little tiny differences, but it was really good. And then it was, come on, man. It just left you with a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. Like, like, it's okay for the main character to die sometimes, and obviously not Gladiator. And in this movie, 
it would have been okay if he was himself. Yeah. When he was doing, when he was killing people. It was really hard to watch. I'm 55. I'm 55. That's respectable. Because yeah. you're, you're more normal than me with revenge gore. Most are. Most are. <laughs> so, um, what was it called? Bittersweet? A, a, a bittersweet life. A bittersweet life. That's right. 2005. Because <laughs> it's the sweet life. And I, I, I'm very disappointed. My, my anger has turned into disappointment like yeah. most parents. <laughs> Uh, and it's just, it hurts a little. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Especially when you take so much time researching the movie that you're going to pick and hey, put so much you. thought into it, <laughs> I you know, and then for it to fall. 30 seconds to find this movie. For it to fall flat after all that, you know, I, I understand it hurts, Jack. It, it, it hurts. I, I hear you. I, I don't think I you'd understand. It. I put my I heart and soul it. into picking movies like this and you just pick random movies. On Man. a whim. If if only. <laughs> if only you took 10 minutes to... But all my childhood movies you've seen already, and you know they're <laughs> shitty. Like, if I pick Country Bears, oh. we both know that's shitty. The only... Good... You, I haven't seen your childhood movie, so of course you're going to feel protective. Are you talking like nine-year-old Vince childhood try, movies? Try, I haven't seen like any of them except the ones you've shown me on Movie Muggin'. So you want to watch like, mo- no. like Mary Poppins and <laughs> bed knobs and broomsticks? <laughs> of course and... I don't. But you know what I mean. Country Bears has Brian Setzer in it, and I love me and some Brian one, Setzer. like, waitress chick. I thought she was so hot. I, I couldn't tell you what she looks like. What, what was In my this? head, it's a Hooters girl. Yeah. Don't ask what the title of the song is. You Can you remember? Uh, yes. Come on. It, it would have been cool if there was more in this movie. Kicking? Oh, um, hang on. <laughs> kick it into gear. Yeah. yeah. Kick it into gear. Kick it into gear. Sometimes you just got to kick it into gear. <laughs> yeah, and they're all like hitting their oh, pots and pans. Gosh. That movie was I remember stupid. the bears looking cool. No. <laughs> and I, I, I know what the, the cover of like the VH. I think we have it on VHS. For some reason. And I know what the cover looks like, but I, I don't <sighs> remember what it looked like while they're moving. And like talking, your and I, mother was will... it CGI? Or is no, it like they were in costumes. They, they oh. were people dressed up like I mean, like you would see at Disney oh. World when Mickey ran yeah. around. That's what they were. All right, got anything else? No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to episode number ninety-three of Movie Muggin. Damn. Um. Hey, Valentine's Day is coming up, February fourteenth. Yeah. We are going to be releasing an episode on a romantic comedy. The problem is. Me and Jack don't really know romantic comedies Stop. very well. <laughs> Stop. What are we supposed to do? <sighs> we need your help. All you got to do is go to our website, moviemuggin.com, and click on the link that talks about help us pick a rom-com, and you put your name in, you put the rom-com you want, you and you hit submit. Out. If you put your email address in there and we pick your movie, guess what? You get a Movie Muggin sticker. So who doesn't want a Movie Muggin sticker? I didn't hear anybody. So that yeah. means everybody wants a movie mug and sticker. So help us out with that. Dude, it's coming. It's almost here. We're probably, I don't know, what, six episodes away from it or something or five or something. I don't know. It's basic I math. Know. I don't do basic math. We do appreciate you listening. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMuggin. You can also email us at MovieMuggin at gmail.com. We out. Bitch. Uh, 
I'm still alive. It must have been a miracle.